0: Respectfully? Respectfully. Respectfully. All right, let's try this again. Yes. yes. Yo, what is going on everybody? This is Aubrey Styler on the Respectfully podcast. First things first, you you've got to excuse my voice husky. Anyone who's listened to me on a podcast before knows that that can happen. My voice can get husky. I normally record on a Monday. Voice gets husky after a weekend of working. Uh, For those who like it, that's up to you. For me, it's a strain, it's a struggle, it's annoying. So I just want to apologize again in advance. My weekend, how's it been? Let me have a think. Uh, Friday was. What did I do on Friday? Friday was um, I had a show on Friday. No, I did charity event for the Stephen Lawrence Foundation charity. That was a great event. Great people in there. I was the host, donating their time, effort, energy money more importantly to support the foundation that was great saturday was what did i do on saturday ukg brunch on the saturday the christmas party that was fun um if you ever been to ukg brunch before you know what that's like uk garage music games prizes drink 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 again so yeah what else did we do we had um on the saturday afternoon or evening rather I had a performance, it was at Earth Hackney, great show, shout out to Chloe Petz, I was on, Fatia Oguri was on, Um, John Kearns, who else was on? Oh, obviously it was um, James Acaster who was headlining, great show. The venue was cold, man, like really cold, Earth Hackney, big venue, 650 seater, but it was freezing. I don't know if the energy crisis hit them enough to say we're going to cut it off, I don't know if they're trying to make a point to let us know that we have to let people know they need to campaign for cheaper energy prices. But it was cold. I went on that stage. I had a hoodie on, had a jacket, had my hat, tracksuit. No, I didn't wear tracksuit. Jeans, trainers, gloves. It was cold, but we all had a good time. And afterwards, I lit up with my family. What do we do then? We went to a place called Boom Battle Bar. It's like an arcade place. You could do all like, the basketball stuff you got to shoot as many hoops as you can. Uh, they had like axe throwing, snooker or pull rod, but they had all those kind of things. Punch machine. I'm stronger than I think, you know. I can't even lie to myself. I was actually quite gassed. See people do the punch machine all the time. I'm like, mm, I don't know if I can hit it that hard. I ain't got a punch on me. I didn't even realize. So big up me for being able to punch up that machine. And then we, after we did that, we did this kind of like a cage where you could do cricket, baseball or tennis. All get shot at you. I always see them in like American movies where it's like a machine that shoots a ball at like a baseball player. they got to whack it as hard as they can. And I saw that happen and I'm there whacking it thinking, yeah, I'm a bad man. I wasn't really winning on that one. Um, it was a lot harder than they thought or than I thought rather. Anyhow, I basically didn't do well on that one. But the basketball machine, where you got to get as many, um, you got to get as many like nets I smashed the record on the machine twice. So big up to me. Um, Then yesterday I went to Manchester, then to Leeds. I did Kobo up there, that was fun. Shout out to everyone I worked with up there. There was me, uh, Lavelle was up there as well. Big up yourself, Lavelle Smith. Um, Well, it Dane Baptiste, Junior Booker. Um, Shout out to the team at Kobo as well. It was really, really, it was really good. I needed them two shows been a minute since I got on stage, I've been like, yo, I'm up, I'm happy and I've killed. And I did Manchester, I was like, yeah, I'm in my zone. Then I did Leeds, I'm like, yeah, I'm in my zone. And it just felt good. So it's been a weekend. Voice has been a bit husky because of it. Active weekend. Last one, be- last weekend before Christmas, Christmas is coming up on the next weekend. So it was going to be like that, wasn't it? I got to take a swig of this water, man. Ah, oh, my voice. It will get better, man. This week I'm not doing too much, too hefty, so it will get better. Anyway, respectfully, podcasts. I say let's try this again. Now, before I start, um, I'm going to give you a uh, a bit of updates. Basically, um, so the podcast has has changed and shifted again. And when I say changed and shifted, I mean in the sense of uh, it has now, it's in a new studio, as you can see, if you look around. I've got the camera here that's looking at me right now. You can see, uh, as, like the setup is different. And when I say new studio, I don't mean new location. Basically, I rebuilt the studio. Um, I have my reasons why. After August, when I did Edinburgh Fringe, <clears throat> um, it was a month away. Doing Fringe up there was tiring. Couldn't do the podcast properly, but I did as many as I could when I was up there with other comedians. But it was just me, one up there. Normally anyone who's listened to the Respectfully podcast knows that I do it, and it's Engineer Mickey Mills. Shout out to my bro, Mickey. Um, When I came back down, um, we were going to go again, but we had a few hiccups in terms of some of the times we wanted to record. Um, We had, in September, the Queen passed away. So one of the days we normally record uh, was her funeral also, before that, I was in Canada as well for a little bit in September. So I come back, and um, I have to also, um, I have to also put this out there as well. Uh, the podcast is Ori Stylers Respectfully Podcast, and even though I know that I would bring a team in to come and be a part of it, it's going to be headed off in terms of it being my name. And it's not to put anyone else down. You can't. The name is a brand, but everyone who's on it is a, is a part of a team, and for me. Um, I also realized that the team helps build a, the brand, even if my name's attached to it. Because I'm Ori Green, that's my real name. That's my name. But Ori Styler's the brand. Anyone who's on the team is part of that Ori Styler team. But I know that everyone's got stuff, uh, things that they want to do outside of building up this brand because they're all individuals. Um, and I say that to say big up to Mickey. Mickey's gone into MMA fighting and I don't know if you guys know how intense it is. Anyone who's listened to the podcast knows uh, from before. Mickey has been a boxer, for for a long time and that's been part of the thing that's kept him alive kept him focused Um, he talked about on the pod about kind of taking a bit of a backseat from boxing and going more into MMA now and now he's gone into that properly follow his socials at Mickey underscore Mills the guy is training daily he's up like five in the morning during this kind of weather cold Um, but because of that and also because he's going to he's dedicating more of his time into Viking visuals make sure you follow Viking visuals as well um, his focus is on that fully supportive of him so he's gone to do that but that meant that when it came to this podcast the way the the room was structured everything was done from a desk which is over there you guys can't see uh it's behind the cameras that are here right now so on that side there whereas i had to now restructure the podcast so i could control it i could get a new engineer in but this is something that i've noticed when it comes to when you're doing something like a pod when you're doing something which is Uh, something that that needs building is that you could have the vision and it can take time to get the vision to where you want it to be. Um, you can ask people to jump on, but everyone's got things that they got to do themselves. Everyone's got, everyone's got like, um, the plans of things that they would like to, to build and deliver. And because of that, you can never hold anyone and say, yo, come and do this with me all the time. If they got to blossom into other things, they got to do that. I've had that several times over the years where it'd be, it be my touring team, whether it be my uh, other podcast team if I'm trying to build up a podcast with more than one person. But the one consistent thing I know I can always say is I always get up and get ready to go and do this. And I've done this before where I've had a podcast where I've it's just been me. Uh, it was No Escaping. And shout out to anyone that listened to the No Escaping podcast, particularly when we did the lockdown files. It was me every day reporting like I was trapped in a cave, um, hidden away from society because we were all locked away from people. So it's kind of like a you know, like if you watch Terminator and they're on Terminator Salvation, they're reaching out to each other on like the radios saying, if you can hear this, you are the resistance. So I called it the resistance files. And um one thing that was I was able to do was to be consistent when doing it every day. And because it's only you, trying to get everybody else to jump on, whether it be someone who's on the team, whether it be um getting a guest in it's hard because they have to be consistent in their own lives as well so you can't always get that but the one thing you can do is you can always do something yourself which is why we're in an age where you can always do social media yourself you can do content yourself you can do uh like bits on your ones and you can keep going but trying to get everybody to keep up everyone's got their responsibilities and i will fully support anyone who does what they need to do so for now Uh, The Respectfully podcast is just me and I'm controlling everything from this desk. I've got my camera switcher here, which is why I can look over there, look at you and then back to here. There's another camera here and there's another one that's also kind of wide, but there's no point. I'm only going to have two when it's on me like this. But when I do have a guest that comes down, I want to talk to, I've got this set up over there with the chair. They can sit down and talk to me. I can have a convo with them like this. Um, But yeah, for now, when it comes to the pod, it's me one right here. Uh, Being able to talk directly to you um, do this pod and I'll be able to engage like I did with the No Escape in this podcast. And that was probably my most popular one that I did during the lockdown times. We had like hundreds of people listening every day that we did it. It was an everyday podcast. So the idea is to keep that kind of vibe going. So at least I don't hinder doing respectfully because there are listeners that all the time are like, yo, when's the next episode? Drop him. And I can't keep that up. So at least it also gives me the opportunity to record as many as I want to at any given point. So I'm going to keep it to one a week because I'm busy, I'm tired and my voice can get husky. But if I do want to up it, at least I have the opportunity to do so. But yeah, that's where we're at right now. Respectfully podcast, we're here. And um, we will continue to climb and build, etc. And shout out to again. Shout out to my bro, Mickey. Follow him. Follow his MMA journey. That guy trains. I remember we used to like banter about who's bigger and so on. I would not fight him. I think he's getting broader than I am. But don't tell him I said that because he will sit there and go yes, yes, and celebrate it. So big up to Mickey, man. Anyway, what happened this week? Oh couple things happened this week. Not even a couple things. A few things happened this week. I gotta give a shit. Let's go to the World Cup 1st Let's give a big shout out and a massive round of applause to the Argentina team. Well done to them. That had to be one of the best World Cup finals. Now, I'm not going to go too heavy on the football stuff. You might not be a football fan, but I think anybody who watched it, even if you're not a football fan, understands that that was an extremely strong and intense World Cup final. France versus Argentina. Now, France were the team that licked us out. That sounds so wrong when I say that. <laughs> if anybody heard me say that in the way that you heard and your mind's nasty, you need to get your mind up the gutter. France is the one that kicked us out, I should say. Like... Like, lick out, lick out is like, obviously, in some cultures, if you hold a lick, it means you hold a beating. And we held a beating from France in the quarterfinals as England, right? We got kicked out. Um, so, rightfully so, they made it to the final. But I'm telling you, that was two fights on one front. That was, not gonna say three fights on one front. It was, the final was France versus Argentina. It was also Bappe versus Messi. It was also, Bappe channeling Ronaldo versus Messi in terms of the revenge of the fact that Ronaldo is it wasn't in the final. Because I feel like everyone wanted a Portugal-Argentina final to settle who the GOAT is when it comes to football of this era. And I'm not going to lie to you. Where people are going, it's Messi. I can 100% say that. The gameplay that he did, the footwork he did, amazing. However, Bappe listen. It's hard to say, you know. In that? think got the golden boot and he, he did. He definitely deserved it. He, he scored a triple. So he had um, a hat-trick. Messi was great. He scored off a penalty. And then I think, was Messi the first goal was a penalty? Then it was uh, De Silva. No, not De Silva, I'm saying. Di Maria, um, who scored second goal. That was a shot. What a touch. But the gate, the footwork in terms of how it was passed up and down was just amazing. But yeah, it's, it was just a fully certified Game of football. It got to... I got to catch the first half of it. And then I was to start driving to get to Leeds and to Manchester. And I was watching it whilst I, I was at the gym. I took a little longer to get ready in the showers because in the shower room at my gym, they got the screen up and you could watch it. And I was doing that. And I'm not going to lie. It was such an intense game. I'm not the biggest football fan. I enjoy watching football. I'm not hard like people that go to watch matches every time there's a championship. But for me... Um, it was such an enjoyable game. I'm telling you, Messi and and, and Mbappe, bruv, the PSG proud, they were looking at them like, yeah, we got two wicked players that have been with us. They were a serious, serious, it was a serious battle off. But in the end, Argentina, the one that came down to penalties, I think it was 4 2 at the penalties. I was in Manchester at the time when penalties went off. I just landed in Manchester and I missed it. I had to listen to it whilst I was driving. So on the radio, but that was amazing, man. Big up one more time for Argentina and also one more time for England for not doing what we expected England to do. The World Cup was in Qatar, right? We know Qatar is a country where they have rules and regulations that when you're in their land, you can't turn around and say, well, back in England, this is how we move. We were expecting a hell of a lot of our loutishness to happen when we go to over to Qatar and it never happened. What happened was is that England fans went over there and apparently they behaved themselves enough to not be, um, to not get arrested, to not be held to any foolishness that you would have expected them to be held to. So you've got to give them credit where credit is due. I was not expecting that in the least. I was expecting them to kind of cause a riot and, and all sorts. So well done to them. One more time for the round of applause for them, man. Weren't expecting England to be like that. I was expecting to hear someone go, you know, I got drunk on the street, then got arrested, then I shouted at the police officers and, you know, they weren't hearing me and I was expecting that. I'm not going to lie. I had no faith in us to be able to behave ourselves. We're so loutish when we're ready. I say we, I'm British, but I'm not the typical loutish English person that walks around. Who are you all the time? But even I'm born and raised here, I understand that culture, but I understand the cultures of when I'm, my family from somewhere else. Who knows? I'm glad. Hopefully next time we have a World Cup, or it's Euros next, isn't it We can continue that behaviour because honestly, um, everyone was expecting the worst of us and we delivered, so well done to us. Um, what else happened? Uh, six days ago. So, uh, I want to get a bit more somber now. Um, six, six days ago, um, there was news, a report of uh, Stephen Boss, aka Twitch, uh, dancer, host, DJ, um, probably most popularly known as the DJ slash co-host on the Ellen uh, DeGeneres show, but also and So so You Think You Can Dance. He's, he's been in Step Up. Um, lost his life to, uh, I'm going to, is to suicide. Now, I hate going into conversations like this without, um, without having someone here with me as well to bounce conversations off, but it's just me one today. But I'm not going to avoid it. It, this is something that we hear so often. And I think so many people saw this news and were so shocked and thrown off by the fact that this is somebody you would have never have seen and expected to be going through troubles. You would have seen his videos, seen him on Ellen's show and always had a smile on his face. Had a wife, three children, beautiful family. Very, very kind of bubbly personality from what we've all seen. From what I know, from people that are comedians that have like, been around him over in America. All of them have said, the ones who know him, like he's amazing, great person. You never know what someone's going through. And I think that's the the, the point of this is uh, when this news hit, it really hit me and many others. Uh, I, I, remember, I remember when it hit me, as somebody really talks about mental health awareness, is that I looked at his face, I looked at him and I... You could almost see, not yourself, but could be any of us. Any of us black, young black men, any kind, not even just black. I'm going to say black because he's black himself. But young black man seems to be doing well for himself. Seems to be always smiling, still struggling. Even the last post he put up on social media was him and his wife dancing um, from what was um, reshared several times. And you, you never know what someone's going through, And it's horrible because you can sit there and go, "What well, you know, you sit there, I, I'd suffer at times we're feeling low and I have to pick myself up, but you never know what's going through someone's mind, even when they're up or even when they seem like they're up, when it comes to professionally, when it comes to maybe personally, we don't know what, what goes on in the household, but we also see what we see by what's put out. And when you see a man dancing with his wife and pictures with his children, and then always just happy on socials and seemingly doing really, really well. I know the Ellen DeGeneres show was, it was finished I think over a year and a half, two years ago. I don't know the exact time, but it's roughly around that time. Who knows what other opportunities he's had afterwards, or maybe he's taking a break, or we don't know what had happened afterwards, but you'd think that this person who is well-known and well-respected and well-loved, from what it seems, would be in a good place, but you just don't know what's going on. So when I saw that news, it really hit hard um, for, I'm not going to say me because of anything about me knowing him personally, it's not the case, but more so it's just a sad thing to see again another person who... Seemably he kept a smile on his face all the time and then felt that the way out from whatever demons he was battling or whatever, whatever struggles he was dealing with would be to, to, to take his own life. And that's just prayers up to the family, prayers up to his wife, his children, to his loved ones, friends, etc. It's, it's in, it's just, it's, it's getting too much now. It really is when we start to hear how many people really get to a place of feeling, down and feeling low and maybe not feeling like they have another outlet or another option other than to take their own life. Again, I'm the person that loves to talk about seeking therapy if you need, and you feel like you can't speak to anybody, but it's just not, it just isn't enough at times just to say that, that we got to do more, we got to do better, whether it be to be, whether we can raise awareness of the idea that therapy is available or there are other outlets so suicide isn't considered as the only option. I don't know if he tried anything other than that, but we hear it so many times that people who seem to be okay or people that are struggling don't feel like they can talk and they don't have an outlet or they have no one to check in on them. And it's just, again, I'm only speaking based on not just what had happened to, to Stephen Boss, but to everybody who may be suffering and those who we have seen, even those in my own family that have taken their own lives or friends that I've known from school you always sit there thinking i wonder if they knew that there was something else that could be done i e talking to someone or having an outlet who knows i can't i can't speak to it i don't know for myself and i wish i wish there was an answer we could find so we could prevent things like this from happening again and again rest in peace to to dj twitch Stephen boss um again prayers to his family his loved ones um but yeah it's i just hope that we don't continue to see this occur again and again and again without there being some uh answers to the question what more can we do so but yeah yeah I have to I get to the end of a topic like that I kind of have to 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 try and tweak up the tone a little bit because it just gets you know I mean it just gets a bit too difficult when you hear stuff like that so yeah to anyone out there that is dealing with any issues when it comes to suffering with their mental health or when it comes to even this time of year when it gets to Christmas and it gets cold and it gets lonely at times, I feel it. I live on my own. So for me, I feel it a lot and I'm always traveling on my own up and down the country. I understand when, even if you're around a load of people, if it's not your own people, you can feel alone. Please, please. Um, Mind Charity is the one that I always push to look towards, Mind Charity. If you go on social media, Mind, M-I-N-D, Charity, all one word. I follow them and I look at their posts every day and they post up some great things that you can look at and see about how to manage your mental health and what it means to actually talk and open up, what it means to be able to um, accept that you're not always going to be happy. Because some people like double down on their own bad feelings by feeling bad about feeling bad and it's okay to do. To, to, to feel bad you're human your emotions are supposed to go up and down you're not robotic and mind charity really can help when it comes to paying attention to you know just that outlet of um sorry paying attention to how I can find the outlet of you know dealing with my demons speaking to someone just being more open so follow them give them a follow um there's there are more that I could I could say I'm going to go with mind Char- I don't want to give loads and loads where if you start with one, then you can start to see that there are so many places that you can go to that will help. Mind Charity, um, if you Google Mind Charity as well on Google, you'll find out all the information about them and they have telephone numbers you can contact as well to help you in regards to dealing with your health, uh, your mental health particularly and um, if you just need to have a conversation with someone, that's all. So yeah. Uh, I mentioned a second ago uh, Christmas is coming. Now, It well, as I'm recording this, it's the 19th of December. I'm going to release this probably the 20th of December, right? So that's tomorrow. But that means you have five days before Christmas comes, right? Christmas is going to be uh, fun, cold. I don't know. It depends on who you are. For me, Christmas is more me just being around um, myself. Like people think I'm, I'm wild for saying this. I actually enjoy Christmas on my own. If you can imagine what I do for a living, I'm touring as a comedian, so I'm up and down the country all the time. Do you know how difficult that can be when it comes to wanting to stop and just be in your house and switch off? I've got games I want to play. Do you know how I've, I've tumped up only about 10% of God of War Ragnarok. I waited a long time for that game to come out. And now that it's out, t- big, big, 65 inch 8K television is sitting there waiting for me to turn it on and just play the game again. And guess what? I just ain't got the time because I'm always up and down the country. So I kind of want to be at home and chill and relax. I don't mind visiting family. I'm going to go probably see my mom, uh, see my godmother as well. Uh, they all live, it's all just near me. So I can go past and say hello and show my face, pick up a couple of their plates. You know what I mean? Mm. But I, um, for those who are doing Christmas, I want to know what your Christmas is about, what you're actually going to be up to. Like, are you going to be with big family? Are you going to be just a handful of you at home? Are you home in your own? Some people don't like Christmas. Some people just see it as a day off because the country is a Christian country that follows the idea of Christmas being a holiday for a day off. So you might just switch off and just go, well, I don't celebrate Christmas, but I'm having a day off. And I think the thing that most people are looking forward to, maybe not at my age, but younger than me, are gifts. What? Let me tell you something. I'm not expecting a single gift. I really am not. You get, I'm 35 now, you get to an age where people go, I ain't buying you a gift. Christmas is for kids. And you know what? That might be true. Then you get people in their 20s who are on social media all the time and they see other people getting their gifts and stuff and presents from their loved ones. It might be a family that go up on socials. They put up their video of like the husband giving the wife a gift or vice versa. And then you get the 21, 22, 23, 24-year-old who's single that wants to be able to put up that post so is out there going, so who's going to buy me what? Make a little Amazon wish list, man. Shut up! I ain't doing, I ain't buying no one nothing. I'm too old to be buying people gifts that don't live in my yard, so I ain't buying no one nothing. You feel me? I ain't got children. The day I do have children, I'll buy them gifts. That's where that money's going for. And I'm lying. I've already got my mum, my dad, my stepmom, my dad. I've already got their gifts, so I'm kind of lying still. But I did the re- I did a bit of research. I looked to find out what is the most hated gifts that people get for Christmas. Now this isn't just a particular Christmas. This is like all year, like re- like over a period of years. And they'd done a vote, uh, a website, and I went and researched it. So 2021, they did this vote. Um, and they had, I think it was 400,000 people that voted for the, the most hated Christmas gifts. Right. And <laughs> of this, there's a top 20 list. Now I'm going to, I'm going to look at what these are. I don't know. One of them don't make no sense to me, but I'll go through. I'm going to go through some of them, right? I'll go through from 10 to 1. I ain't going to read all the 20. I'll go through some of the ones that stand out. But at number 20, I'll just say that one. At number 20 is adult toys. The most hated is the top 20 hated gifts for Christmas. Adult toys. For those who are naive or pretending like they don't know what I'm talking about, adult toys are sex toys. It could be a vibrator. It could be a dildo. It could be... Strap-on, it could be uh, the egg. It could be, what's it? What's the one something dog? Tracy's dog, whatever it is, yeah? Could be all kind of gifts like that. Um, What would would constitute as a set, like an adult toy that's not the typical ones? Like nipple clamps or... I don't even know. Nipple clamps. It It could be like bondage, handcuffs. There's loads of them in it here, but number 20 of the most hated gifts is adult toys. You know, I will go from 20 to 10. I mean, 20 to one. I won't just go from 10 to one. So the most hated gifts when it comes to Christmas, number 20 is adult toys. Number 19 is batteries. You buy me, listen, let me tell you something. You buy me a battery for Christmas, a battery, unless it comes with whatever the battery's supposed to go in, don't give it to me. I'll be so honest with you. You, can't not give, you cannot not give me something else. Like, if let's say someone bought me a TV and they bought me the batteries for the remotes. My G, big up. You can't buy me batteries on their own for Christmas. You do that, I'm dashing the food in your face. People can say I'm not appreciative. But buying batteries, when I got nothing to put them in, you're taking liberties. Number 18 is luggage. Don't mind that myself personally, but people don't like luggage. I think because more time we already have luggage anyway. Number 17, action figures. I guess if you're an adult, no, you might that's mainly for the children. But I think now in this day and age, I don't think kids really like action figures, to be fair. Like they're looking at technology and tablets and games consoles and everything's digital. Their action figures are in the metaverse right now. So I can understand why action figures ain't the one for them. Number 16, vouchers. I like vouchers. Whoever doesn't like vouchers for Christmas, that's your opinion. Me. I like vouchers. It means that maybe you didn't know what I wanted. So you said, I still want to give you something. Let me give this to you. And whenever you know what you want something, it could be IKEA vouchers to buy something for your house. I'm appreciative of that. That's still money off what I'm going to buy from IKEA when I figured it out. Better yet as well, vouchers is one of the best presents you can get for Christmas. And I'll tell you why. When you get vouchers, it means that someone gave you the money they were going to spend or whatever the gift was, and they give it to you in enough time that when you get to Boxing Day and onwards, you've got the post-Christmas sales. Them vouchers are worth about 20 to 25% more because the price of whatever it is you might want to buy has now decreased. So in my eyes, vouchers are, are nice. I don't. I think I know why people don't like vouchers. You bought me vouchers because you weren't thinking about really what I might like. Those people, listen, not everybody cares to think about what everybody likes individually, especially if you've got a big family. I've got a massive family. I ain't trying to think about what everybody wants individually. It's too much sitting there. You don't care. You're just, you're just lazy. Man, shut up. I had to work to get the money to pay for the vouchers. I don't want to hear nothing from you. Number 15, balls. I'm going to assume balls mean... <laughs> I'm going to assume it means like tennis balls, footballs, rugby balls, basketballs. I'm going to assume that. Number 14, calendars. I'm not going to lie, I don't want a calendar. I My phone's got a calendar in there. My laptop's got a calendar in there. I can put all the stuff in there. I can't get... Don't give me a calendar. I ain't looking at that. Number 13, wool. Are you talking like wool in like clothes, like a jacket or just Wool. Don't buy me... Let me tell you something. Don't buy... Number 13 is wool. Don't buy me wool for Christmas. My ancestors ain't going to appreciate that. Number 12. <laughs> teddy bears. I'm not a fan of teddy bears, but I know people that like them. But I'm not a fan. I can I get why people buy them. I get why people don't. Number 11, card games. Um, I was thinking of like regular cards. Blackjack, 21, all of that stuff. But nah... I'm thinking card games like um, Cards Against Humanity and the drinking ones. I don't know if I like them for Christmas presents, but I do like them at Christmas. You bring it to Christmas like link-ups, excuse me, so we could all play the games, but don't bring it to me as a present because your present is something we all have to partake in. That means you bought it for yourself when you come to my house. All right, number 10, handmade gifts. I'm not against that. It depends on what you can do. Uh, I got a friend of mine, uh, shout out to Savannah Paris Jewelry, Uh, the person who makes that, she makes these amazing beads. They all have a meaning to them. It could be tiger eye beads or like a birthstone of yours and she makes them into like jewelry that's nice. They're handmade. I don't mind stuff like that. If your handmade is cookies and you can't bake, get that, you're trying to poison me. Get that away from me. But even number nine is close to that, food. People don't like food for Christmas. I'm not going to lie, I thought that's disrespectful. Food for Christmas is out of order. If it's, if we're including drink into food, I'm okay with it. But you buy me like an apple pie for Christmas. No, that's, no, no, no. You're not going to get me a perishable for Christmas. If it's chocolate, maybe, I guess. It doesn't feel like a Christmas present. It feels like, like we're all going to enjoy and partake for Christmas. And chocolate, again, save that for Easter, I don't know, but I don't know what they mean by food. Number eight, stationary. You, listen, you buy me a pen. You buy me a pen, for, <laughs> you buy me a pen for, um, for Christmas. I'm dashing it between your eyes. I'm not going to lie to you. Stationary. If I, no, I can't say that. If the pen was like one that was signed by an author that I respect... Like it was a, a really, like a fountain pen of some sort that I could put up in the studio, like where behind me I've got, I've got skates in the studio behind me on the shelf or, you know what I mean? I've got hats and stuff. I've got glasses, Oscar Dean, big up them. like If I could put like a, a pen that's like a one I could like present on the screen, then that makes sense. But not just, don't buy me big, That's all I'm saying. Uh, we well, got stationery. Seven is cigarettes. I don't smoke, so I don't know. Uh, maybe some of the fiends out there might appreciate that. Number six is toiletries. Yeah, I feel like dads get the bum deal of that. Dads always get the toiletries where it's like, here you go, Dad, Merry Christmas. And it's a Lynx like, value pack with the shower gel and it's got the, the deodorant and it has the Lynx spray. And then after that, it will have like um, a mug, which has nothing like a drinking mug, which has nothing to do with Lynx and then some socks. For me, I, I don't appreciate that. Don't do that, man. Them things you can get from Asda or Tesco for like a fiver. I know what you got the, don't do it. I got enough links in my yard. Um, toiletries. Number five now of the most disliked gifts. Number five, outdated technology. I'm on the fence with this one. I've bought my dad a mobile phone. My dad doesn't consider having the newest of phones. For him, he just wanted a phone which was newer than what he had, that worked and it was big and he got it for Christmas. When we got him that, he was happy. He was mad appreciative. It depends on who you are. I know me, you buy me something, which is technology. I'll appreciate it nonetheless. If it's outdated, I might sell it. Like if you buy me like an iPhone 13 and I've got an iPhone 13 or the 14, I might sell the 13 because it's outdated and I've already got it. If I've got the 13, you buy me the 12, I'm selling it because I've got one that's newer than it. So I feel, but I don't feel like you're out of order for getting that. I feel like maybe outdated technology, depending on who you are, is is annoying. Only if you are hoping for more. Like I, I've like I've got all the up-to-date consoles now. So I'm. if you got me a PS4 and I got a PS5, that might be a waste on your side. Would I be, would I hate it? No. I'd be thankful you tried, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate if that makes sense. I feel real unappreciative that way. Anyway, four, CDs and DVDs. Don't take the piss. You can't, who's even got a CD or DVD player? No one's flinging a CD in a PlayStation to run a tune. I got Spotify. I got Apple Music or whatever I could stream from. I got YouTube. I got Netflix. What DVDs am I watching when I got Disney Plus and Paramount Plus? Don't upset me. You could pay for the subscription for for like a month for like Paramount Plus or whatever. And I watch the movies on that. Don't buy me no DVDs. I can't put them nowhere. Do you understand what I'm saying? Number three, kitchenware. I'm not against it. As long as it's kitchenware that I like. Get me, like I got a Ninja grill. Before I bought it, I wanted it bad. I bought it for myself. Get me a Ninja grill and I ain't got one. I am happy. Is that considered as kitchenware or is it more you, like, you like um not utensils? Is kitchen, are we talking kitchenware like utensils? Or are we talking like, um what are they called? Goods. I can't remember the word, the kitchen word. Appliances, that's it. If it's appliances, I'm with it. If you buy me like a, a fork or a knife set, I can kind of get with it as well, maybe plates and that. I'm not against kitchenware. Number two, books. Now, I'm somebody that doesn't read as much as I would like to. I listen to a lot of ebooks. So I would prefer the ebooks mainly, but like reading them on the go, the time I drive everywhere. So I don't ever get, like when people tend to take plane or train or whatever, I'm always driving. So the books don't work, but ebooks do because I can listen to them on the go. And number one of the most hated or disliked gifts over Christmas, number one, ladies and gentlemen, is clothes. Clothing. <laughs> I get it. You lot don't know my size. I've had it where I've lost weight and my, I've had family give me a double XL. Don't take the piss. I'll dash that in your face. You really are trying to wind me up. But then... I've gone gym and gotten bigger or I've put weight around the belly and then you try to get me a L and the thing look like lycra on me, like I'm trying to go gym in this. Don't, don't upset me. Clothes you don't really know. I'd rather the voucher for the clothes for wherever it is you're going to buy the clothes from instead of the clothes. I'd be more than happy if it was like that. But other than that, no. Nah. Give me, give me, give me the, like the voucher for it. Don't give me the clothes. But that wraps up the list of the most hated items. 20 of them for, um, for Christmas. I hope you lot get the items that you want. If you don't, don't worry about it. You still, I don't know. You still have Christmas spirit, I guess. I don't know. Let's just hope no one gets you batteries. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Oi. All right. Let me move on real quick, ladies and gentlemen. Where's my notes? I've got my notes right here. I just want to read from them. <clears throat> there we go. So yeah. Merry Christmas to you lot when you um, celebrate it. It'll be in five days when the podcast comes out. Six days from today. Um, or wherever you are, I hope you have a great time. During Christmas. Let me get a swig of this walk. My voice is still husky. Mm. Oh, drop something on the table. Never mind. All right. So I want to discuss something uh, personal. This is kind of in line to what um I mentioned earlier on with uh DJ Twitch. I'm not gonna to go too down the 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 hole of of solemnness for this, because it, it can get quite a dark topic. But I will say this. The conversation that came about when people were talking about um, his his untimely passing was what can we do to check in with people? And on that day, I got a few people that called to check in with me and were like, yo, Ori, I just want to see how you're doing. After what I saw, I feel like we need to check in more often. Now, I, <laughs> big up to my boy Henchy. Henchy said on this podcast once, there's one thing I will always say Ori does is Ori will just randomly check in with the mandem for just no reason. And I do do that. And the reason I, like, I do that is because I kind of like the idea of people realising it's something you can do. But also I struggle and I would rather people check in with me as well more. But I have to be an example of what you can do rather than just doing, like telling what people should do for me. If I can do it for others, I, that's when I'd like it to be done for myself. If I don't do it for others, I don't deserve it myself is what I sometimes can say. Sometimes, it's not always the case. Checking in with people, we need to do a bit better. And with this checking in, there are conversations that we have with our friends and in their mind, they feel like they're doing the check-in. I'm not going to mention my friend here. He or she knows who they are. We had a conversation about this. They hit me up, messaged me. Hey, are you all right? I said, I'm all right. It's getting through, getting by. Um, How are you? And their response straight afterwards was, well, I mean, sounds like it's rough, but you know, you'll be fine. You'll be all right. You'll get up and do, you know, just keep working and push through. And as much as I didn't need any counsel at the time, this person had, in their mind, had identified that I might not be 100%, which is fine. But then closed it off as quickly as they could to dismiss it, to go, well, I don't think he's fine, but he will be, so i just tell him, you'll be fine. I need to tell people this, right, real quick. When you do stuff like that, and some people ne- don't necessarily know this, it is akin to silencing someone. When you ask someone how they are and they go, I'm I'm not doing the best, and you don't go, what's going on? How, we, what's up? Do you wanna talk about it? But you go, you're not doing the best. Well, you will be, you'll be fine soon. Without even knowing why they're not doing the best, it's akin to silencing them. I don't think people necessarily mean to do so. We're still in a kind of a renaissance, maybe of the past 20 to 25 years of a real, real effort to raise awareness of what it means to check on our mental health. But you can't just do that. If someone says, I'm not okay, you need to, like, if be prepared when you ask somebody, how are they? Be prepared for them to say yes, be prepared for them to say, no, I'm not okay. Do you understand? You, If you shut someone down, what you're, ex- what you're exhibiting to them is, you never really wanted to talk about whatever the problem was in the first place. All you wanted to do was do the typical thing of, hi, how are you? So they can go, I'm fine, how are you? I'm fine. Where some people aren't fine. And you need to do more with your people. I'm not saying with everybody. I'm not gonna tell you to check it with everyone. There's too much people out here to check for. But there are people around you that really do sometimes reach out. And you might be the person that goes, I'm, I'm I'm here to listen. I'm letting my people know the platform is open to vent on. So talk to me if you want to. But the moment you say, how are you? And someone goes, I'm struggling. And then you go, I'm sure you'll be fine soon. You might as well have not asked them in the first place. Because you're not giving them the opportunity to let you know that they do need to speak and then open that platform to speak. You close it. Now, when that happened, they tried to, I, I pulled up my friend. I said, yo, listen, um, you never, you never really spoke. You kind of just wanted to say hi and then brush it all off. Then that person then said to me, well, if you had an issue, then why don't you just reach out to me? And this is where we're lost people. This is where we really struggle. Like this person said, well, if I asked you, you wouldn't tell me. And then said, and if you really did want to say something, you should have just said, like spoken to me. Yes, it's very true, but not a lot of people are in the best of places to do so, as evidenced by some of the things we see in the news. If you're not the best of place to do so, what's necessary is people need to be made aware that when they can get to that place, there is an open platform. And even if they don't know how to approach a conversation, keeping that platform open is important. Because it means that the person who's listening to this and listening to you open up. Sorry, listening to you. Sorry, I'll start again. The person who is wanting to open up and you being the person who's listening, has you've given them the, the go-ahead to go, you don't have to keep your mouth quote like, closed. You don't have to suffer in silence. You can actually speak to me. And even if I can't help, I can give you the platform to be heard. Because one of the main things that might be an issue is that you don't feel like you've been heard. Someone else who then goes, well, you know, you'll be fine, is letting you know you're not really here to be heard. The opposite of that is to actually open up and say, yo, I want to hear you. Talk to me, vent. That could save someone's life. Or better yet, it could just lift their day up. I don't want to put the gravity of that on that so much so because it is a hard topic to talk about at times. But it's the truth. You just being open enough to go, yo, if you want to talk, I'm here. Or what's wrong? Or you seem a bit down, do you want to talk about it? Even if the person says, nah, nah, I don't want to you've given them the opportunity to know that they can. Like you've said, you could talk if you want to. And that person can go away not wanting to talk, but still go, but somebody said that they'll be willing to listen. And that can be so much more impactful than you realize. And I think the third thing that happens when it comes to this conversation, and this happens with me as well. If I'm not ready to talk, that's fine. At some point I will. But don't make me feel guilty for not being ready to talk when you are ready to listen. I'm not saying that you have to cater only towards the needs of somebody who might be struggling completely and where they can be irrational. But let's say I'm not ready to talk because right now I'm just a bit imbalanced. Making me feel guilty for not wanting to talk at that time. Well, fine, I spoke to you, but you didn't want to speak to me. So I'm trying to be here, but you don't want to hear me. So you don't want to Like again, you're just letting them know. You only want me to talk when you're ready to speak. And that ain't good enough. We need to really look out for each other a lot better than this. Whether it be your peers, whether it be your children, whether it be your parents, you've got to be a lot more understanding that some of the things that people suffer with is them suffering and they're not able to see balance or logic or be able to approach things with a form of control that allows them to make decisions that that could help them You making them feel guilty for that at the time that they may struggle with making these decisions is only going to make them close off more and go, well, if you don't really want to hear me, why am I speaking to you? And I think we as a society just need to do better about that. And I'm not saying so we can just avoid the final thing that we hear someone do to take their life, but to avoid from people thinking that they just don't have anyone to talk to. I feel it at times. And it gets, it gets wild. But then I'm reminded by some of my peers, actually you can come and talk to me, Ori. So mm-hmm. I just want to put that out there right now. Yes, I'm a comedian and yes, I'm somebody who likes to bust joke in that, but I would like also people to realize that you, we're all human, me as well, and we struggle sometimes. And if you do want to help out me or one of your people, don't force the terms as to when they should speak on your terms. But then don't close them off either. If you genuinely want to check on somebody, actually check on them and be willing to hear them say, I'm not good. As much as you're willing to hear them say, yeah, I'm doing well. Like, hear them. Don't force what you think they should be feeling onto them. Just listen out. That's what I'll say. Anyway, let me lighten the mood again. Lift up the tone just a bit on that one. Because it gets a bit... Yeah, you know I mean? That was a personal one that I wanted to say. Because it happened this week a couple of times. And also from what I said earlier on with uh, the death of DJ Twitch. So... RIP DJ Twitch, again, condolences to his friends, his family, his loved ones, etc. I just want to see better for all of us, myself as well as everybody else. So yeah. Speaking of better, I need some remedies, man. This voice is getting husky. I I got remedies, rest your voice. I shouldn't be really podding if my voice is like this. Get a hot drink, honey, etc. Drink that down, deal with it. I know that's one of the remedies, so... Gargling, salt and lemon and ginger, all of that, I know. I'll be fine by tomorrow, if not tomorrow, Wednesday. And luckily, I'm not gigging until Friday anyway. So hopefully we'll recover by then. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, it is now that time where I say you got to give you something to do. This is what I like to call something to do, right? I'm going to give you one or two things you could do. Now, I'm not just going to cater to people that are around people. People like me sometimes can be on their own as well. Here is something you can do either on your own or something you can do with people. We'll start with something to do, firstly, on your own. Uh, I finished watching a series on Netflix, a documentary called Pepsi Where's My Jet? If you've seen it, you know how good it is. If you haven't, go and check this out. I watched it not too long ago. Um, Maybe over a week and a bit ago, actually. But obviously, I haven't podded for a while, so... I just wanted to to throw this out here. Watch it. It's dope. It's a documentary about a man who collected, like, the ring pools and tokens from Pepsi, but then found a way to accumulate enough tokens and value of tokens to ask for one of the items that Pepsi accidentally advertised, and that was a fighter jet. And Pepsi never gave it to him, and it became a massive court case. Let me tell you something. It was a great watch. It also really talks to just what it means when it comes to advertising. I think this is very important for anybody that does use platforms that advertises you. You need to be very careful what you say. Pepsi accidentally set a, a precedent that you, will, you could make enough money or tokens by buying their Pepsi to get a fighter jet that they advertise on the screen. And they had to try and either pay the fighter jet or they had to fight it. And it became a big thing. It's really enjoyable. It's really fun. Um, Reeks of privilege. However, watch it. Honestly, great watch. So if you are on your own, you can watch it with people. But if you are on your own, you want to watch something, you like documentaries, watch Pepsi, Where's My Jet? Something to do if you are going to be with other people. Um, you could do this on your own as well, but I would suggest it's more with other people. I want to give a shout out to Flippers um, Flippers World, which is a roller disco rink, which is around the world. It's got more than one location, but the one that I'm talking about is in White City, West London. Now, I was at the opening of it a few weeks ago, and it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, at the opening, I was the host, me and Julie Adenuga. Shout out to Julie. At the opening was... There was Usher, Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige, Kay Trinada, whole load of UK influencers, presenters, radio DJs, etc., were down there as well. The opening was big. And the next day was also equally big. The following day after that, I was there as well. It was big. Wasn't as RAM as the opening, but this is the time we could actually go and skate. And I say this to say, go there because it is a great night out. Honestly, you go down there, if you can skate, you can bring your own skates. If you can't, they provide skates for you. They've got great food, they've got music, DJs that play down there as well. And it's a really, really premium rink. Honestly, go down there, it's amazing. Actually, I'll show you something as well. Let me get my skate here. This skate, there's only 220 of these made, right? And it's got the Flippers logo here. This skate is designed by Dr. Dre himself, right? It's got the Flippers logo here. And on the other skate, it's got like, it will have the marijuana leaf on it. This skate itself is one of 220 that were made and it was exclusive to the launch at Flippers World. I bought one of them. I'm not going to skate in them. They're ankle breakers. Ankle breakers basically means, as it sounds, skates that will break your ankles. Not because they will, but if you're going to go at speed, there's no ankle support in them. These are more for show and just to maybe skate around as a novelty for a little bit. But these are amazing. They're like trainers that have been converted. I'm sure you know what trainer it is, but I'm not allowed to say. That have been converted um, into skates and it's got these underneath. This actually clips off. I'll show you that one day. I'm not going to do it right now, but this clips off as well. And you can wear these as regular trainers or sneakers wherever you're listening from. So yeah, but go to Flippers Roller Disco. That's something to do with you and your friends. If you can skate, great. If you can't, you can laugh at each other not being able to skate. Honestly, it's a great night out. Honestly, it's really, really good. That would be my suggestion for things, something to do alone and something to do with people. All right. We have come towards the end of the podcast. Now I have to wrap up with my advice for the week. And I always give myself 30 seconds to give advice when it comes to wrapping this up. Let's see if I could do this in 30 seconds. Sometimes I give advice and I chat for too long. I'm going to give myself 30 seconds to wrap this up. All right. And give you the best advice that I can. Here it goes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you as an individual to maybe be selfish. Not to say that you should be more selfish than uh, a negative person, but selfish in terms of looking out for yourself. Not because you shouldn't look out for others, but you need to put yourself first. Your mental health, your physical health. You can't help other people or be there for other people if you are not looking out for yourself and making sure that you're there for you. So whether it be taking time to rest, taking time to get fit, taking time to eat healthy, make sure you take time to look out for you. And then after you've done that, you can take time to look out for other people. That's my advice in thirty. Boom. Ah, well done. Uri Styler makes some noise for himself. Advice in 30. Slapped. Did it. Voice is husky. Don't care. My advice in fact sounded good to me Anyway ladies and gentlemen We have now come towards The end of the podcast Now we're going to wrap up And say thank you for listening If you are a first time listener To the Respectfully podcast Big up yourself If you've been here before And it sounds a bit different I said at the top As to why that is But we're going to still Keep it respectful We're going to still keep it uh, As real and as consistent As I possibly can A uh, big shout out To all, all those people That have listened before And have come back again as well To new people You can follow my socials At Respectfully Respectfully, pod all one word. You can follow me as well at Ori, A U R I E, Styler S T Y L A. Until the end of the year, I've only got. About seven shows. So we got one on the 23rd I'm doing, which is at Flippers itself. I'm going to be there hosting. It's going to be um, like UK Garage Music at Flippers. I think Heartless crew are going to be there doing a big boy set. So make sure you come down there if you can at Flippers World at White City. Next week as well, I'm going to be after Christmas in Birmingham for Real Deal Comedy Jam. I'm going to do the Birmingham show up there on Boxing Day. I'm doing Kobo as well on the 27th as well. So make sure you check that out, Kobo on the 27th for the Kings of Comedy. Where else am I after that? Wolverhampton on the 28th, I'm gonna be there doing upfront comedy. Uh, So check that out on the 28th. That's gonna be Wolverhampton. Hey, right, the getaway is going to happen in Reading as well. Shout out to big business and the entire team. Getaway is going to happen in Reddin on the 30th and the 31st, up until the 1st, and we're counting down for New Year's. I will be podding before New Year's is out, so hopefully you'll see me or I'll see you or we'll see each other next week. All right, guys, take it easy. Whatever it is that you do, go out there. Just make sure you do it and do it as respectfully as you possibly can. Take it easy, guys. Bless up. Peace. I tried to exit on that one. I'm not doing it like that. I got to exit properly. I'm going to do it again. I'm just new to programming everything one time. Guys, take it easy. I'm going to do it again. Here we go. Take it easy, guys. Look after yourself. Uh, Look after, yeah, next week. Yeah. Peace, guys. Respectfully.